0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Inject It Podcast, where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Hi, everyone. Hi. Welcome,
1: welcome, everyone. Make sure you leave us a five star review on Spotify and Apple podcast yep, yep. and use the hashtag Inject Podcast on Twitter.
0: Yes, please. Oh, I went on Twitter the other day. Hmm. It was the worst thing for me to ever do. Like I opened Twitter and then was immediately depressed.
1: What made you (laughs) open it? (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay, I was listening to, I think I was listening to 90s Baby, Hmm. um, which I don't usually, I don't always listen to their podcast, but I I don't know, I would listen to it. And they, they were just, they were talking about stuff and they mentioned Twitter and I was like, oh, I haven't been on Twitter in a long time. Let's see what's happening on Twitter. I open mm. Twitter. I'm Alexandra, by the way, guys. <laughs> anyway, mm, I'm do you want Diana? to introduce I'm yourself welcome. with <laughs> me? Sorry, yeah, hi everyone. Anyway, because I always get onto a tangent. Um, yeah, so I open Twitter and I was just like, oh, looks like they're having an interesting discussion today. So basically, they were. I'm seeing. A, I see a video by this guy who's from New York or is from America. And basically he's there saying about how it's kind of difficult to live in London um on a thirty to forty K salary mm-hmm. and how basically and he's just basically saying, To be honest, I wouldn't bother moving to London if you don't if you're not gonna be on like quite a high salary because it's quite hard to live in London with the rent prices. And he said and he did even say he said to be honest the rent prices and of London and New York are pretty similar. Um, London just being a tiny, a fraction of a bit cheaper. However, he was like, however, wages in America are a lot higher than mm-hmm. the wages in London. And he was just basically saying, I wouldn't bother moving to London unless you had a really, really, really high salary um, because otherwise you'll end up having to live a bit further out of the city. So you don't really get the L- London nightlife. It takes you a long time to travel in, mm. blah, blah, blah. And I, I was listening to him and I was like, everything he's saying is fair. Like everything, I thought everything he said was, was fair. And I was kind of like, yeah, I, I feel mm. like I get it because I have been struggling. Like I have been getting better salaries. And I am still struggling. <laughs> I'm finding it hard yeah, in this yeah. cost of living crisis. And um, and I was just like, no, what? Fair. But then then all I'm seeing is people being like, why does everyone keep saying that you can't live in London? You can't have a meaningful <laughs> life in London without without earning lots of money. You have to be rich living in London. But I'm living in London. I'm I'm fine. And I'm just like, mate, like, well done yeah. to you. Um, are you living at home? still like you know like because it is difficult yeah. living in london like can we like can we just be for real i like i feel like there can never be any like just like a normal conversation about london without Londoners just getting so offended <laughs> all the time like i'm sorry you say it's impossible to live in london they want to be like no it's not and it's just like then then why have you not been able to move out of your mom's house and yeah, like, yes it is you hard there? to live in london yeah.
1: Can we,
0: can we like... It is. Can we just be for
1: real? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's difficult. Like, I I watched this um, video on um, Navara Media. I think I sent Mm -hmm. it to you, but I, I put it on our story today and it was about how um, rich people are ruining London. <laughs> and it's just around how, like, basically your normal working class person can't really afford... Like, if you've got a normal job, like a teacher salary, you can't afford mm-hmm. to have a proper life in London from right from no. here. Like, you can't afford to have the fun as well as the house. You can't afford a mortgage, for starters. You can't afford a mortgage in <laughs> yeah. London. Um, and... It's just around how, like, in the art industry and, like, creative industry, things have got so much harder for working-class people. Mm -hmm. You've literally got to be a nepotism baby to actually make it. Or you've got to have at least some sort of, you've got to not be in the know you've got to be in the right circles and it's just not that Mm -hmm. easy for everyone so the number of people in the arts from working class backgrounds has decreased by like a really high amount since like the 60s or something and it's just Mm -hmm. it it is really sad that like London you can't actually thrive here like if you you work in certain industries you can't thrive in your personal life if you're on a certain salary um, mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of sad for, I think it's sad for people of colour because it's like, un- and people from immigrant families, because it's like, it's one of the kind of more safe places culturally to be, but it's the most expensive place to be. And it's just a bit yeah. unfair because
0: <laughs> there's not community yeah. everywhere in the UK. I agree completely. Like, I just feel like, because it, it, is, it is hard and like, we can't... Um, it is becoming a privilege to be able to do jobs like, like being in the creative industry mm. it is a privilege to decide that you want to study art. It's like the whole classism of, mm. of these, um, of these types of professions is coming back. It's like come mm-hmm. back around, you know, like where you have to be of upper class to go and study art and to make yeah. it as an artist, because the only way you make it as an artist is if you have rich friends to buy your artwork. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's so how true. you make it. <laughs> and um, yeah, and it's just like, it's it's actually a shame. And like, can we just, and what just what really just disappointed me when I opened Twitter mm-hmm. is that, why is it that everyone is arguing because, their their pride is in the way of being told that they that they apparently can't have okay, sorry. So let me just quote that one person tweeted saying, to be honest, this is true. Like it's kind of it's hard to have to be able to live a meaningful life in London um if you're not if you're not earning 70k joint or single mm-hmm. um cur- like single what's the word Mm -hmm. wage Uh, income joint or single income so he said you need at least 70k joint or single income to live a meaningful life in London he then went in his next tweet saying when I say meaningful Meaningful, I mean being able to go out on holiday without even needing to budget being able to yeah exactly Mm -hmm. being able to go on holiday being able to do all of these things without having to budget and just being able to just live your life and have money. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why is it that every, everybody now is there up, in, up in their chests about, <laughs> what do you mean you can't have a meaningful life? My life is so meaningful, blah, blah, blah. And then he was just like, everyone's missing the fact that I said joint or single income. So two mm-hmm. of you could be make, making 35K and then you'll be able to have like a meaningful life kind of thing. And I'm just like, you know mm. what? I feel like what he's saying is true. It's It's the truth. Like it's difficult living in this mm. London. And I feel like I feel like I need seventy k to to be able to just have yeah. a life where I feel like I'll be fine, and I can put money aside and save it, and then I can and I can enjoy my life as well. I can be able to be able to go yeah. out, not not, yeah. and this is not me trying to go out every day. Just every now and then, <laughs> about I feeling f- like I'm struggling. I feel like. Maybe talking as
1: someone who never grew up in a city, I feel like people in London, like it, it should be normalised and a healthy thing to do, to get out of a city and get like just go to the countryside, go to the seaside. Because mm-hmm. I, I could not enjoy like I know my family are by the seaside and countryside, but I I'd be yeah. really claustrophobic constantly being here and not having like breaks and being able to afford quick breaks away. Is also kind of like a luxury I've, that someone on yeah. like thirty five grand alone
0: might not be able to afford to do. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I feel I like so it's I do. Too much. I, I do agree with you because I feel in the sense of especially like okay, so guys, Londoners who listen to us, please don't 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 <laughs> come for us. Yeah. But basically, as two people who are not from London and who have moved to London, mm. I find that a lot of Londoners can be, keywords, can be kind of ignorant to the fact that the whole mm. of the UK is not London.
1: <laughs> and Honestly, there's, there's lots so of true. things to do
0: and lots of things to see. Okay, cool, yeah, it's the capital. Yeah, you have everything here um, to the point mm-hmm. that, you know something that's come up as well on the news about these circular um, cities? where Mm. they want to kind of make more cities where kind of where um, everything is going to be over a 15 minute walk or drive to how you'll Mm. have accessible to you. So basically, so that's kind of like, so more cities kind of like, you know, that are like kind of, they've got the small villages and small towns. They're making it just more accessible where you can actually get everything. You can have everything. So like Mm. over school, so a school, hospital, supermarket everything has to be within a 15 Who's minute four drive Rishi. so that's that's a labor it's a labor um, um okay it's a labor what what do you call them <laughs> what would you call it i don't know a labor I promise thingy? um no it, <laughs> the labor <laughs> promise <laughs> what do you call, what do they call it when they do their little things um Oh, I forgot. My mind's blank right now. It's too okay, late. For me it's to a bit too late for Diana. Her politics head isn't quite there. But anyway, so like, and anyway, then you've got people and you've got Tories who are being like, oh, you we can't be having this. It's going to be no, blah blah blah. And I don't understand why they hate this idea so much. But the thing is, though, this is exactly how London is built because every borough mm. has its own little town centre. So mm, <laughs> what are they talking about? True. I'm sorry, you've got you've got Londoners who do not leave their boroughs because they don't mm-hmm. need to. Like I had, I met a friend the other day in Central and she was just like, I haven't been to Central in years. I don't need to go to Central. Like she, she was just like, <laughs> she hasn't been to Central London in years because she don't need to go there. <laughs> and it's just like, and she, she's been in London for 10 years so we can call her a Londoner now, I guess. So it's just like, Mm. Yeah Londoners can be ignorant at times, but it's just like there's more to yeah. the UK than just London. And I feel like that's why obviously we see it from this site this st- from this viewpoint. but I also can recognize that for people that for some people who have grown up where everything is there, I understand mm. why why should you want to leave? and why should you have to mm-hmm. leave because you have grown up this is everything you know you've got your family you've got your community you've got everything here so why should you have to displace yourself and leave to make a community elsewhere yeah. so I do understand and it from that point of view as well yeah like, that's like where the problem lies I, and it's I like just people feel being like, priced out pe- yeah exactly and I feel like why I personally can't relate to that is the fact that where I grew up I knew I was never going to be staying there <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like it just I was never going to be staying there where I grew up I knew it and even to the point where like Same. I just thought it would be weird I think I think because my family most of my family um live in Birmingham like extended extended family my mom grew up in Birmingham and then, um, and then, but my dad, when he came to the UK, grew up in London. So like for me, like I've always had family that haven't been like on my doorstep. So I've always felt it would be weird for me to stay in the same city that my family live in. Like I feel like I should be in a different city staking my claim oh my somewhere God. else. You,
1: what's so weird is that, in at like where I'm from, there's people that live in the town that all of their cousins mm-hmm. live in the town, all of their aunties, uncles, family, friends, like everyone yeah. lives there, their their parents all work there. Like they work there and it's such a small area. And I just think, wow, like when you really find your community, you're actually fine, like you're settled. And now everyone yeah. knows everyone. Everyone's kind of like looking out, oh, this is this person's son, this is this person. And it's kind of cute. Yeah. Like I, I love like yeah having like a sense of community and stuff, but I find that just strange because I never had that. Like I kind of I had yeah. a few cousins that lived around, but I never had it where it was like oh I go to school with my you cousin and like I go to school with yeah. Like I find it a yeah bit, going to school with your I find family it a bit wild yeah, yeah. weird.
0: Imagine cousins. I could never imagine yeah, that. Yeah, imagine that, and it's just like okay, you go to school with all your cousins, and and then like so stuff that you do at school can be relate can be related back to your family. I don't think so. <laughs> like no, they can't know
1: things. I wasn't rebellious enough though. Like it would have been boring. I mean, boring I'm not rebellious. Stuff, like- I was
0: never rebellious at all. But I just didn't want to know. I just didn't want people to know what I'm like at school when. Mm. They just know what I'm, like, at home kind of thing. Like, I just didn't want yeah. people to know that. Like, I mean yeah. It's but, so um, odd, so yeah, like, I can people have this. Yeah. But, like, but then again, that's what community is about. So, why, mm. like, I know. yeah, so I get it. I understand why people do not want to leave London. And I think you have every right not to want to leave London. However, can we just be truthful? It is pretty difficult to have to be able to live in a meaningful life in London on a 30 Mm. to 40k salary can we just be truthful about that and this is talking about renting this is talking about all your bills this is talking about affording to be able to go out every now and then like okay cool if you guys don't go out you guys just stay stay in stay in your houses and don't do nothing okay fine but um Mm, but then you've got yeah. lots of people who do pay rent, who do pay you lots of bills, who probably don't live with their family so they do need to seek a social life outside of their houses. So, yeah, yeah like yeah. <laughs> taking those things into consideration, yes, it is difficult. I just think what
1: it is though, you can't live a soft life in London, like what we were talking about last week. No, you can live, like you can have fun and enjoy luxury moments here and there. But like in my eyes, a soft life is not being it is having a lot more flexibility not being mm-hmm. stuck on in like the 9 to 5 kind of like robotic yeah. way that everyone is in London and everyone kind of has to be in London because you you can't really be you can't be freelance you can't be um you can't have a quotation low skilled job and live like the soft life where you're stress free mm-hmm. uh, in London that I think, I, I don't know, loads of people do freelance and stuff in See? London but if that's your only thing, it's like fucking hell, how, how do you not stress about the bills coming in
0: unless you're in a really great position? So this is the thing though, because um, say with we've, like we've, like freelance though like mm. the job, there's so many jobs, so many opportunities, stuff like that so like a lot lots of people can 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 do a lot kind of with freelance working but what like what I wanna what so I agree with you about trying to live this soft life in London mm. very difficult and this is why I feel like soft life isn't actually um it isn't actually targeted to our to our age group the soft mm. life is actually for us to be looking forward to in the future. <laughs> because True. right now. No, I agree we, with that. It's the 30s yeah, thing. Yeah. The soft life is like aspirational. Cause like mm. well, in our 20s, we have to grind. We need to just keep getting those promotions, keep just getting our skills mm-hmm. up. So then in our 30s, we can be on these. 50 60 70 80 100k salaries (laughs) so so then we will be doing up soft life in our 30s Mm. and that's what the girls are doing like we need to look at the soft life girls are they in there early to mid 20s i don't think they are no um yeah i i think that their soft life in, in their mid thirties. And I feel like Mm. it's more aspirational. Like I'll do what I can to get little bits of softness, but the true soft Mm -hmm. life doesn't, I don't think it starts until maybe I've got that house kind of thing. Like I've been able to get that mortgage because this is the thing as well. If we, we, okay, let's be real, yeah. These mortgages, okay, what's what's so difficult about actually getting a house is just is that is saving that deposit. Because these mortgages are mm-hmm. a lot cheaper than these rents. <laughs> like,
1: it's true. Like, it's true. You and you've know, got to be on a certain salary to if you wanna do it by yourself as well. Like they look at your salary, yeah. they look at your deposit. And if you're lucky enough to have a huge deposit and not like a huge salary you can mm-hmm. still get a mortgage where it's like yeah. uh, when you're in your 20s you're still kind of if you want to do it alone you're still working to that point where you've got a salary big enough to actually afford the mortgage to, or you're, yeah. you're saving towards
0: a deposit because that can take a long time yeah and it's very difficult to save for um but again mm. like the housing market classist like yeah. classist, and it's and it's basically built for nepotism. So, like, that's the only way mm. that you can get on the property ladder. Um, basically, <laughs> yeah.
1: But, yeah, yeah, it is. It yeah. is wild, but
0: but yeah. Anyway, anyway, that's why I was life. depressed by Twitter when I opened Twitter. Um, what have <laughs> you been doing this week?
1: What have I been doing? Oh, at work, I hosted my first event. And I'm really oh, happy well about done. it like it went really well oh, congratulations there was some, like quotations important people there that like were happy with how it went so
0: oh pardon me i just really good <laughs>
1: thank you congrats <laughs> just, like, that it's, well done yeah that's good thank you um but it just took so much prep and now i've got to do all the kind of evaluation kind of side of it to really see mm-hmm. what impact it had and stuff but yeah, like okay. I'm happy about it. I think in events might be my lane or, or like events, campaigns. I'm still mm-hmm. trying to work out what I want to do long term, but like that kind of area, I find it really interesting. Um so yeah, yeah, just doing career things, trying to work
0: out That's where I want to be. Well done. Oh, oh thank I am um, I've been watching things. I watched the perfect match. Um, what's the perfect match? I recognize that. Yeah, trash TV, all of the reality ha- rejects. <laughs> all of the reality. Okay, oh, no. That what's- one. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know what's so funny about Netflix is that they've created mm. their own Netflix universe with their yeah, reality their shows own Netflix stars <laughs> which i actually think is pretty genius of them like mm. they've managed to create like a marvel universe but through netflix <laughs> using their reality shows like i i actually think that it's actually i think it's actually quite amazing <laughs> like it's very weird but they literally just had this show where they brought all these people from random reality shows on Netflix mm. so they had The Circle they had Love is Blind they had The Mole I don't know if you've heard that <laughs> one have never
1: heard of The Mole
0: <laughs> they, they had and there were some other ones there were some other random ones um, 20 somethings is one of the shows like mm. some random ones and they just brought single people from them be like yeah you're gonna find your perfect match through all of the oh the God. rest of the D- these Z list celebrities and um yeah you know, yeah. what I'm finding uncomfortable about all of these kind of shows
1: is that there there's some of them that are moving more towards um like incest. Have you seen there's that one with the brothers and sisters and I don't know what it's called, it's
0: on Netflix. Oh. Um so, but no, no. So basically I know what they do. It's not in it's not in No, it's not, but, but they're
1: all there dating but and, it's and like weird. judging and it's creepy. Yeah, so it's kind of sharing. like
0: you're you're there trying to find a date, but you're there with your sibling. And then Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's and not then, but your sibling might choose people to go on dates with you and stuff like that. But it's just like But weird. then they make jokes.
1: They make jokes about oh my
0: sister's hot and I'm like, ew, like
1: maybe the Americans say stuff like that, but I, I find that odd. And there's this no, other thing it is that, weird. I um, think that's
0: weird like with any with any culture. Yeah. I don't think I don't think <laughs> Americans do American talk thing. like that. I think no. Cause remember that episode of um, friends? where um <laughs> Rachel the guy downstairs Rachel's going on a date with the guy downstairs mm. and then she saw she saw him with this girl on the subway but then it turned mm-hmm. out to be his sister but then they were really like tickly and stuff. <laughs> and it was uh, like what yeah. the oh fuck? my god I remember that. <sighs> this is like, oh. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Wasn't weird. there
1: another example of that on Friends? Was um Phoebe dating someone who was like obsessed with an older woman.
0: Oh. No, was so Phoebe's stepmom. Was, no, Phoebe was dating. Um, no, basically, her brother was her brother. That's it, got her married to an older to woman, his school teacher. Yeah, that yeah, was it. Which Phoebe tried not to not his mom. Tried to not not to yeah, not his mom. Um, but no, there was a time when Phoebe a few t- a couple of times actually because I've been re-watching Friends a couple of times where phoebe will date her twin sisters exes oh. or like or like she'll kind of like they will kind of confuse her with mm. her twin sister and then she'll kind of be like, oh no, but she's like so horrible. And then they would realize that like, the sister yeah, is cheating um, on them. Buh. And then she would <laughs> date them. And then it's just like, Phoebe, that's just weird. You don't need your sister's leftovers. Like, it's weird. No. no. It doesn't matter this, how cute you think they are. Like, it's weird. It's
1: true. There's this other show. So I follow this guy on YouTube. Sorry, I'm moving away from what you're talking about, but we'll stay on topic. But, um, there's this YouTuber called Cody Co. and he's so funny. He does mm. reactions to like loads of stuff. He used to be on Vine. Like he's an OG like content creator and he, he reacts to like these stupid like dating shows, the new ones that come mm-hmm. around. And he reacted to like MILF, I think it's called MILF Mansion or something like that. Ew. And it's it's a new reality TV show on some American sh- channel and there's mums, like a lineup <laughs> of mums and their sons on the show. And the mums and the sons they're they're older women like milfs that like younger men and they're going for the other women's sons
0: no that is disgusting (laughs) that is awful that is disgusting
1: it's just gross all of these family shows i don't like it (laughs) no what the fuck what the
0: fuck it's, it's these weird, weird that's Hollywood awful. people Making these same shows Like it's, it's getting Literally. too much It's like, it's like they're, they're missing like Hugh Hefner In the Playboy Mansion Like just yeah. to start up something like that Or something like that's just weird yeah.
1: reload it Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh Anyway, yeah I watched The Perfect yeah. Match um, Just to have mm-hmm. one in the background Fran- That Francesca, she's annoying um, I don't know. She's I, everywhere I didn't, on know what it's, it's actually mad <laughs> how this girl has meant like to be honest though, the, and this is what's good on Netflix anyway because they're making reality TV TV as in they're mm-hmm. making being a reality TV star like a career but by, by mm. being able to just jump on all of these random shows. That's um, true. But um the way this girl Francesca has managed to be on absolutely everything. She's always mm. dating someone and it's just like, why is everyone so obsessed with her? Like, it's oh true. gosh. Like she is not that that she's not that cute. I'm sorry, she's not. Like she's she's gorgeous, but she's yeah, not she's,
1: that. She's that Instagram that gorgeous. Cute. And that's yeah, not me like, like downplaying her being pretty because she she evidently she is, is but pretty it's like it's not it, you know there's a difference between like Instagram pretty and like strikingly like oh you're a beautiful yes, you're beautiful do you know
0: what I mean yes no offense yes, no, to these girls. exactly exactly <laughs> what pretty. you mean yeah you're still, still pretty you know I feel like Francesco is what men
1: yes. think is natural
0: what they yes, they think yeah. is a natural look and obviously she's got mm. had filler but like <laughs> but yeah, that is what men yeah. think a natural beauty looks like they, they would look at Francesca and mm-hmm. think yes this is natural she has no makeup on she <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what they would describe yeah she looks yeah. a bit exotic a bit ambiguous um, a bit ambiguous because you know she's got fake lips <laughs>
1: um I mean, Fake lips we are do not make shaming. some of these
0: people look ambiguous. <laughs> they they do. We are not shaming lip filler, guys. Like if you enjoy lip filler, you know, carry on, that's fine, go off. It's cool. Um yeah. Cause as well, because we have said that she's still she's still gorgeous. But um mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah, that girl just she's she's not a nice girl. Um Aww. perfect match, re- weird show. As yeah. well, and kind of boring at the same time. Um, yeah, anyway, and then what else? Oh, I um, I know you wouldn't have watched it yet. I mm. finished watching you. Oh,
1: I can't wait. I really do need to just put time aside to sit down and watch it all. I'm yeah. really excited to.
0: Um, I'm not gonna tell, I'm not gonna say anything. Mm. I'm just not gonna say anything about what I think of it at all. Okay, well, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just not gonna say um I will say actually episode eight. You look disappointed. Um yeah, I'm oh. just not gonna say anything. Episode eight, okay. fantastic acting. Mm-hmm. And I do want to say story writing is good. Story writing is actually quite good. Yeah. Um yeah. that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But episode eight, fantastic okay. acting. Amazing. Okay. I'm I'm interested. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just remembered uh, something as well. Um so I went out for food this weekend with some of my friends and mm-hmm. this short white ginger guy <laughs> I've never been complimented like this, but he went oof when I walked
0: past. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, that's so Angus thongs. <laughs> <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> and I was so like, God <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was like, at this point, we can't even call it a cat call. Like they're growling at us. They're making
0: noises. Oh gosh, yeah, but that—that that was a proper like 2010 yes. moment. He's stuck in in the old ages. It's Twi- 2009. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Oh I just got m- away
0: yuck. <laughs> Continue Did <going>. you? <laughs> yes. You said yuck. Wow. That's very 2009 as well. <laughs> yeah. I had to match him. <laughs> that is very year nine. <laughs> oh, so funny. Oh, gosh. No, that's madness. That's mad. Yeah. Yeah. That's all the updates I have for you. I just, okay. yeah, that's all I had to say. Just let me know when you finish watching You. You guys yes. let us know when you want us to talk about You
1: yes let us go
0: i'm excited <laughs> to watch it but yeah i'll try to watch
1: yeah, it this watch week it.
0: yeah watch it <sighs> uh, anyway yeah
1: anyway i guess this week one thing that we've got, just got to say is stop the boat stop the small boats, stop the small boats please stop the small boats <laughs> we
0: can't have <laughs> because- no more
1: small boats Please stop the small boats. It's really stressing me out. <laughs> um
0: <laughs> no. I'm just reading mm. <laughs> I'm just reading m- what's basically going on yeah Governor anyway UK. stop. sorry just quick just quick public service amount announcement. okay we don't we don't agree with these policies like just as in yes, like, yeah, right. like yeah yeah we don't agree we don't agree um uh, but stop the small boats but can we have some legal safe routes put in instead please but yeah anyway.
1: yeah <laughs> yeah like stop the small boats to protect people's safety and allow them yes. an easy access way to enter safe countries to claim <laughs> asylum please yeah. <laughs> anyway yeah carry on yeah So anyway, um, this is like a press release from the Home Office. So excuse me if I sound like a Tory while I'm reading this. But um, (laughs) earlier this year, the Prime Minister made stopping the boats one of his five promises to British people. So just for context, the the people that are arriving on boats (laughs) is one of his five promises. Did anyone ask for this promise? I don't think they did. Did anyone (laughs) ask
0: for this promise? Like I'm just so confused. Why is it like they think that what we want is like? They still think we're in a we're in a um a pre Brexit vote Britain. Like this is like Trump and the walls. They still think that we think that Yeah, it's like it's like they still think that we're that we're still in a Britain where all they have to say is, oh, those immigrants are taking your jobs and then everyone believes them. You know, like we're just not, I don't think yeah. we're at that stage anymore. We're past it. That was like, what? So it's like true. five years ago now.
1: Yeah. I feel like because, a lot of people are being impacted by the cost of living crisis constantly reinforcing these stupid slogans like stop the boats must be getting on people's nerves like it, it can't be it's, it's, it's not getting a scapegoat my, my anymore <laughs> you can't blame like, tell, you can Why blame no tomatoes?
0: Seeker.
1: yes tell me like, where what, the eggs <laughs> are <laughs> what's going on in the shops <laughs> why are the shelves empty Literally. they're not in my local
0: my local Lidl's stacked up yeah, I that, in the that other like, oh in my <laughs> <laughs> when the last time I went to Lidl, um, I was there getting getting my fruit and stuff, and then the guy was like, "I thought there was meant to be no tomatoes." They said there was meant to be no tomatoes, and I was like, "Oh yeah," and I'm just like, get yeah, your tomatoes." Stop reading then, the of now. <laughs> yeah,
1: and
0: it's like there's meant to be no tomatoes. I'm just like, mate, like, yeah, there's meant to be a shortage, but just be happy that there's some there now that while you're here, yeah. like, just get don't just complain. get your fruit. It's fine. <laughs> don't complain. Stop. <laughs> Literally. If um, they let you, they only yeah. let you take two. Do they? Like paracetamols? Oh yeah, so they weird. limit you on things now. So like with the eggs, there's a sign that says you're only allowed two, <gasps> two things of Russians. eggs per customer. Um, yeah, they limit you. But isn't that because of bird flu? No, I think, well, it's a shortage. This is because there's been egg shortages like on and off for a while.
1: Yeah, I think that that's for months bird
0: flu's been spreading across the
1: country, and they've had to, the, like, a lot yeah. of birds have been dying. I heard, like I heard that
0: was, I heard that was the recent thing, but from before there was an egg shortage because of, you know, all of the cost of living stuff and and stuff mm. like that as well. Like, yeah, yeah.
1: we've always had a shortage heard of as eggs. Well. I've heard free-range eggs aren't a thing anymore, um, which doesn't oh, make yeah, too much of a difference because they only because,
0: get an hour s- extra sunlight anyway. <laughs> I think it was because, because of the bird flu they had to um, keep all the hens inside. Oh, yeah, keep them inside. To, hmm. to, to, they had to get quarantined. They're going yes, through so. COVID 2.0. Sorry, sorry, COVID. chickens.
1: Um, yeah, so anyway, um, the Stop the boats or Illegal Migration... Bill will fulfill that promise that everyone asked for by ending illegal entry as a route <laughs> to asylum in the UK. So there's no legal way that an asylum seeker can enter the UK. Oh, there is. Believe, if you're unless from they Ukraine. come from, oh yeah, if you come from Ukraine or if you come from the specific country and I guess you get a flight <laughs> from that country yes. to the UK in a safe passport. manner. Yeah, even if. <laughs> and don't claim asylum. Yeah, even if you don't have a passport, you don't, you can't access an airport at, like, while your country's being bombed, you can't access an airport. Like, it's just, it's ridiculous, isn't it? But anyway, so, um, this will remove the incentive for people to risk their lives through these dangerous and unnecessary journeys and pull the rug from under criminal gangs profiting from this misery once and for all. This language,
0: it's like, the whole statement just sounds like a load of bullshit. Mm -hmm. It just sounds like the most bull I've ever heard. Like, what are they even talking about? Like, they're they're just chatting nonsense. Awful.
1: People who arrive to the UK illegally will instead be detained and swiftly removed to their home country, if safe, or another safe third country, such as Rwanda. Where they would the be supported st- to rebuild their lives.
0: <sighs> supported to so rebuild sad. your life in Rwanda.
1: Like I mean, they're like, detained. That's just like so Being criminalized for being a, an asylum seeker—you've just arrived yep. illegally to to a country, and now Which you're that, being that makes detained. Him a criminal.
0: Remember, so
1: even if you're a child, like even yeah. if you're a pregnant woman, they were even on if the you're small an boat. old person, they're on a small like, boat. That's illegal.
0: They broke the law already. It's just so sad because... It is disgusting.
1: <laughs> yeah, like lots of lots of like amnesty and stuff has said this is inhumane. Like everyone mm-hmm. has the right to seek asylum. Um, it's a human right if, to flee from war and find a safe place. And the so, fact that we're making this
0: harder and blocking it is just yeah. so inhumane and it could it's be disgusting. illegal. But the thing mm. is as well, I've heard that the UK accepts the least amount of refugees... Yeah, Anywhere. there's even charts and stuff. You look yeah. at the charts and Apparently, you do- Even during the war, the UK turned away mm. Jewish refugees seeking asylum, turned them away, sent them back to Germany. That's awful. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, the UK. I know you guys love, love shouting, shouting, shouting about how you won the World War and all of that bullshit, but you also contributed to people mm. dying in the Holocaust as well because you turned them away from when they were seeking asylum. Like yeah, just yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, let's let's look at that. The, you don't put that in your history books, do you? It's, mm, that's convenient. I didn't actually know that. Yeah, it's like really so sad. I um I got that information recently from Navarra media from Navarra media video. Um mm. I'm sure like I, just I saw on it interesting... home office. Okay. Oh, I'd like to use this topic, well. sorry. Yeah.
1: Sorry, we keep overlapping. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I saw an interesting video on on their Instagram as well of Dahlia, one of the presenters talking about. Um, something which is so true, it's like just because like just because you're an asylum seeker doesn't mean that you're desires and your desire to thrive not just survive in in a mm-hmm. country should be taken away so you shouldn't be yeah. It shouldn't be like Oh I'm so grateful To be placed in this random country That I know nothing about Like Rwanda You should still be able to think Oh where is my community at? Where are there people mm-hmm. from Like Syria for example Where where do where I have they? family members Where do I Where is the English speaking yeah.
0: people If I only speak English And I don't speak French Yeah or, if you English know. is the only Second language I know Where can I go that I can still Where I can speak English Where I don't need to learn A whole mm. new language And be further displaced Like it's true. Yeah, all of those points and, um, are yeah, so valid. I
1: that, yeah, I thought that was so valid. Um, but yeah, this this also says, the UK will always be a compassionate country, as demonstrated by the nation opening its hearts and homes to those from fleeing countries like Afghanistan and Ukraine. Um, <laughs> and under this bill, Parliament will set an annual cap on the number of refugees settled via safe routes and legal routes, taking... Into account local authority
0: capacity for housing and public services. Oh, it's just how do you how, division? I just, what I don't understand though is that people flee in a country. How do you flee a country? Like you're fleeing the country. How do you flee it safely and legally? Like I don't understand. What does that mean? Mm. How do you do that? Because you know, in the sound of music. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Go back to mm. World War Two. Yeah. You know, the sound sound of music, yeah. Mm-hmm. They When they were fleeing, they had to go in the dead of the night, you know, like no one could see them, no one yeah. could discover them, you know, those types of things. And I'm sure the plane wasn't like chartered or anything, like that to mm-hmm. go as like pretending they were cargo. And so until they could then go into the, into the mountainside and be singing, the hills are alive. You know, do you know did what I mean? they get on a plane, I don't remember. I don't even remember that part of the movie. Maybe I fall asleep. by do I, I, re- I remember them getting on, getting in a car, and they were trying to keep their headlights off. And then, but then they were found. And then it was like, oh, you, you, your headlights aren't on. But like, they knew that they were escaping. They kind of let them go during during the yeah. when it was during the performance and that. But mm. they went somewhere. Like I don't know. Oh, I'm, yeah, I know they did. <laughs> You know. So like what I is safe what what are safe and legal routes? Yeah, you just don't know. Yeah, I you just, just <sighs> I'm tired of this government now. They've just really like just stop depressing me. <laughs>
1: like Yeah, it's
0: so miserable, isn't it? I'm just trying um, to live my life. And so are these
1: people that are just like they're just trying to survive. They're not even exactly. trying to live at the moment. They're just trying, they're to, survive. Just trying to survive and we're we're being blockers. Literally Um, But the rest of the article says From Suella If you come here illegally You won't be able to claim asylum Or build a life here Which is just such a compassionate thing to say To like victims isn't it And she said you will not be allowed to stay Mm -hmm. You will be returned home If safe Or to Rwanda Or another third country Um, It's the only way to prevent people risking their lives And I hate this whole narrative That they're trying to Present us Prevent with around. People. Oh, we're actually looking out for you. Right, <laughs> actually we've so... got you in mind, so we're going to turn you down
0: if you come in. We're going to detain you. <laughs> yeah, we're going to detain you. We don't care. <laughs> for however long you, I don't we know don't where. Care what family members you have here? Mm-hmm. But and then as well, the last bit of um, I'm probably you probably were going to get to this part anyway. But anyway, mm. the last bit of the bill where they are trying to make it so. If anyone has tried to come and seek asylum here, but it was illegal through an uh, through an illegal, an unsafe and illegal route, then they can never mm. apply to have <laughs> to have British citizenship. And they can never apply to have to have asylum here if they've if they came via an unsafe, illegal route and were ter- and were turned and are turned away. So you're now saying, yeah, we're gonna send you to Rwanda and yeah, you can't you can't even apply after that to, to be in the UK. You can't apply afterwards because yeah, you tried to come here illegally and yeah, you can't apply afterwards. You can never seek asylum here. Like what the fuck? <laughs> it, it's, it's laughable, but it's laughable because it's terrifying. <laughs> yes, it's awful. It's mm-hmm. awful. I can't believe this is our government and Suella just like what I don't know what I don't know what is wrong with these people like how she can still be there with her full chest just just speaking nonsense just being an evil bitch like I just don't get either like I just think are you drunk every day like what's going on are you on drugs there must be
1: on crack there's something yeah there is something going on in in people's brains that I I just I'm I can't see any logic in what they say (laughs) And they all yeah, agree judiciary. with each other. I I just yeah. I just I don't understand it. Um but they said said in here migrants may be detained for twenty eight days with no resource for bail or judicial review. And then for as long as there is responsible prospect for removal. So I don't know where they're detained to. I hope it's not prison. Um but it sounds like it probably is because it's illegal if they're saying it's illegal they're probably going to prison so it's like Mm -hmm. they're they're probably going to have to build
0: more prisons now because (laughs) it's It's probably like a detention centre like the ones like like the refugee camps before they've already been detaining people that in these places already like they've already done been doing this yeah it's just awful
1: yeah uh but hopefully things can be overturned and changed. And yeah. I know Labour don't agree with this, Like, but then Keir has said some funny things as well about how much the hotels cost to like host um, their uh, asylum seekers. So he's not he's not completely left
0: on this kind of area. He's but, quite but central. Thing, yeah, but the thing is though, and this is like Keir risk is really getting on my damn nerves, is it mm. would actually be cheaper for us to actually have a proper... have a proper asylum seeker program it'll be cheaper to do that than to be deporting people to Rwanda to be deporting people back to France to deport people anywhere it'll be cheaper if we just had a refugee program and just welcomed people in that would be cheaper than all of these other methods that's the cheapest thing to do sending people here there everywhere back wherever costs more money than us just keeping Mm -hmm. asylum seekers here in the UK, so they can build a life. It's so true. It's very true. Um, but I guess
1: <laughs> I'll link into this. So Gary Lineker, he commented Gary on Lineker. this. Gary Lineker is yeah. like a footballer commentator, etc. Um, this is always what to talk this. about this week. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Why have they got live live feeds about Gary Lineker? Like, like, like there's are... nothing else
0: going on. <laughs> you, literally, like Gary Lineker is the spokesperson. for all refugees, for refugees like all of a sudden Gary Gary Lineker is left wing yeah he's the Jeremy Corbyn (laughs) all of a sudden (laughs) (laughs) even though he's one of the most he's he's, he's very a very right wing person but all of a sudden Mm -hmm. Gary Lineker left wing lefty speaking out for all of us honestly (laughs) our king (laughs) The people's prince (laughs) Literally Watch out Harry and Meghan
1: (laughs) (laughs) But basically He put out a tweet um, He put out a tweet about um, He basically compared the language used By the home office To describe asylum seekers As being similar to Nazi Germany And the language used to describe Jewish people Which is true The language Mm -hmm. like invasion, etc., like that—that is language that the Nazis used to justify the treatment of Jewish people in Germany. And Mm -hmm. he's also a commentator for Match of the Day on BBC. And BBC basically (laughs) they cancelled him for the week. They were like, "Nope, you're not, (laughs) you're not."
0: BBC, hold on, hold on. Sorry, can I correct? BBC tried to cancel Gary Lineker for one day. They did try. To which um, the rest of his football hosts all said, Mm -hmm. well, they're not doing anything standing in solidarity with Gary Lineker having his opinion to which they had to change Mm -hmm. up the whole scheduling (laughs) and everything because they had no fucking presenters for the football Mm -hmm. for now obviously Gary Lineker is back now (laughs) because they've apologized and he's back like literally I'm sorry the BBC they're so like (sighs) They really fought. They really fought. I like I was surprised that they even went to try and cancel him in the first place. Like I was surprised that they even tried mm. to do that because I'm yeah, sorry like same. this is Gary Lineker. I'm sorry. This, this is the Walker's guy. Like you guys want to cancel this is like yeah, a, a, like a, a national a national treasure for us. Treasure. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like how uh, like you really want to try and cancel the Walker's crisp guy really yeah, and you didn't but even icon. think about the other football presenters. You d- you just didn't even think that, <laughs> oh they would have a problem. Like, I'm sorry, it's soon Because this is the thing: the BBC are really trying, and they're forgetting their place. Like, they mm. they they have not been trying. They have not tried to not be biased in a lot of, in in. Mm. It's been a lot of years. They ha- they just they haven't even mm-hmm. been trying to hide their bias for so many years now, and it's like, mm. <laughs> like you guys are just you guys. You make no sense That you really just Openly was like Oh yeah Gary Lineker He can't say these things Blah 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 He said these things against And like actually He can have an opinion On policies That That mm. is allowed He didn't tell people How to vote He didn't tell people What he was voting for He had a blatant opinion on a very racist policy that is going on and he compared the language of it so that and that is also not a crime and I'm sorry just because but the thing is that they don't like that he's that he's compared the language with Nazi Germany because obviously that is that that is the one atrocity that the that this that this great Britain recognizes because it's what they hold Mm -hmm. all of their great their greatness on top of and Mm -hmm. um yeah, so I find it really funny that they really wanted to try and cancel Gary Lineker, um, but then Same. it's but then it's just showing like okay, they they're trying to silence a BBC presenter from their opinion on their own personal platform. They are trying to silence a BBC presenter, and then the other presenters went and stood aside and stood with that presenter. And what did what could the BBC do? That had to mm. rearrange all their programs. I'm sorry, like the BBC mm. think they're strong, but they're not. Like they're not. No, they're These not. corporations aren't was, strong. Was and this is why we need to be rioting. <laughs> sorry.
1: Is BBC the ones that 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 someone just a presenter came
0: on and she just said nigger randomly? <laughs> like oh, <laughs> uh, just in a yeah, reporting. it's usually on the BBC. It was one in the, there was a report of um uh like a racist attack on a on a young boy and um basically they said what and that was BBC. Yeah, that was BBC because um David Whiteley, Sideman, he quit he quit for BBC yeah. Run, Run Extra afterward after it because he was like, I can't be sitting here on my platform talking about all these black talking about black mm-hmm. issues when the corporation I work for blatantly are racist and they don't care like because how is there mm. so many people who can look over it and and look over the decision it's of true. saying of saying the n-word and all of you guys just thought no say it say it let's let's get mm. this said that like, i'm sorry like no and and he quit and, yeah, and that made the news as well because it's like you had someone who was working for your corporation openly quit because you because He's he's saying, Look, I can't work for a, a corporation that is racist, where they're gonna use mm-hmm. racist language and not care. For clicks, yeah. For, yeah. yeah, exactly. And and I think that was very admirable of him. Just yeah, in. so
1: do I. And it's like it, this pattern is constant. Like you you've seen things probably online about transgender members of staff from the BBC leaving because mm. of the transphobic narratives that the bbc sometimes pushes and other yep. things internally that are happening as well and it's just the fact that the ceo of bbc is a tory party donor and he's friends with a lot mm-hmm. of the top conservative party members yeah. and it's like it's hardly a neutral like a neutral yeah, platform. can you and so why should staff have to also follow this kind of oh we've got to be neutral on things um because really and they as well have, why do hosts you... in the past that are really right wing like yeah. andrew o'neill and, and they're, they're allowed not to neutral. get away with
0: things yeah they they're, they're not I neutral what I don't understand why is it that they need to be neutral on their own platforms <laughs> yeah <laughs> he was it was it was on twitter on his own account not on a bbc account so why can't they yeah. be why can't people have their opinions on their own platforms and you really try to suspend someone because of that. Like you guys are hilarious. And mm. um, but this just shows that we don't we we need to be doing things. This country, and I say we, mm-hmm. look, actually it's not we, it's not we as black people, because I'm sorry, these the white, like, the white people, the majority need to go out first and start protest um protesting for what they need. Mm. Like we can't be and this is the thing because like we can't have it yeah that's the thing we need to be protesting but we can't be the ones starting the protest <laughs> because no. you know like but what? people need to like this great Britain this Britain needs to start trying to stop complaining and being Happy that other people are lower than us, and actually try and do something about the situation you're in, mm. and protest and strike. Yeah, it's true. It does need to happen. Yeah, um, which is why I'm yeah. like, I'm I'm glad for all the strikes that are happening. I know um, the junior doctors were striking mm-hmm. the other day. Um, shout out yeah, Jess, to Culture, Dom. Um, yeah, who is a who is a GP? Yeah, shout out to her. Um, I saw that she was striking. I posted that on our story. But yeah, like, well, well, she was at the protests. um, Mm. Yeah, because it was a junior doctor striking. But yeah, Yeah. like, as they deserve, they should strike. Everybody should strike.
1: Yeah, it's true. Mm -hmm. Um, But just one last thing that links to immigrants as well. So um, you might have seen Boris Johnson has. oh dear sorry I'm back it's okay <laughs> mm-hmm. um Boris Johnson has basically put his dad forward for a knighthood which will make him a <laughs> sir um and people are trying to work out the reason for this and they're thinking maybe it's either his contributions to the Conservative Party or his contributions nepotism. to, um what is it bloody called, environmentalism. So I was like, Ooh, oh, nepotism. he's an environmentalist, right? And then I watched an interview and he starts talking about, obviously, overpopulation and how, you of know, course, UK, UK is ridiculous that we've got this many people. Yeah, we like, don't have that many th- people. Honestly, it was... It was the eco-fascist kind of points of view as well, because he was talking about immigration. He he spoke about black people, Asian of course, people, of course. and how you can't say anything these days because you're like being accused of being racist. Get his racism
0: from from thin air.
1: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and like his his dad was like, "We really like all of the leaders need to really clamp down on immigration, have real conversations about." And I was thinking, is this a kind of environmental thing that you get praised for? Like this is this is what what puts you in line for a knighthood talking about overpopulation i guess that's how say david attenborough kind of got to where he is like partly because he has those mm-hmm. points of view as well but it's it's just it's so bizarre that people can do the bare minimum but mm-hmm. because of where they stand in society like financially and who and they nepotism. know you You can get these stupid titles That kind of mean nothing And if anything They're tokens of uh, Being a part of the British Empire They're not really things to be Like that greatly proud of But I just find it so embarrassing It's like Oh I'm nominating my dad For an award Because Of what? Because I can Because of nepotism Yeah because I can
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because nepotism Literally like Yeah I just Actually I have no comments on this It's just like Of course Mm. (laughs) course he is yeah it's
1: true um, if, and that's you know, why like, I never aspire to have anything any of these awards or be right. in any of these
0: places because it's like why would I ever aspire to be near people like this <laughs> like literally because the thing is that like I'm sorry Boris Johnson nominating his dad for this award like doesn't that just kind of water down the prestige of the award because like clearly you don't you don't have to be doing that much to be getting it because i'm sorry you don't have to be an elton john or a you can just be at anyone (laughs) yeah and it's just kind of like actually like why should we want to share these awards when clearly they don't mean anything like you got spectacular people getting nominated for these awards but what's the point in having them when the other people Mm. also getting nominated was a former prime minister's father and what yeah stupid and what (laughs) like you're getting an award because you you came one day and made Boris Johnson like Mm. well done or not yeah it's because like, this guy's your son yeah well done for having sex and conceiving that disgusting so like how does that like it just literally just waters down what mm. the award is um yeah it's yeah. true
1: stupid people mm. just doing stupid people things
0: Ugh. Of course
1: mm. But um. Yeah last kind of thing linked to these people So Matt Hancock A lot of his WhatsApp messages were leaked Which is hilarious because um, he says
0: yeah. uh, Gavin Williams needs a trim Williams <laughs> needs a trim <laughs> Well I feel like what's mo- mo- Most hilarious is that they were leaked By the woman who was the co-author Of his book <laughs> <laughs> like, Um. <laughs> Yeah Basically And basically Matt Hancock Basically shared All of his WhatsApp messages With the woman Writing his book mm. So she could So she could Write his book Basically Um, And I just find That hilarious This guy keeps Making like s- The most stupid Decisions And And they always Backfire on him Like I don't know mm-hmm. How he's still Staying afloat But obviously He just He yeah. just got a, um 360k From I'm a celebrity mm-hmm. That's how <laughs> yeah, and donated, only donated 10. So, you know, he's still, he's got that, that to live off. Mm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, fair enough. But anyway, <laughs> carry on. <laughs> yeah. So
1: um, part of this, like, he's he's been trying to make bribes with different, like, Tory members, I think. Mm. Like, from what I've been reading, like, different MPs, he's, he's just been being quite... Um, like conniving with what he's doing. Like he's saying, if you vote for the lockdown, then I'll vote for this for you. Or like <laughs> I, I if you don't, then I won't vote for you to get this in your constituency. And this um, is our about government. people's health. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is our things government, that link to their everyone. health and things that link to like doctors and stuff in people and care in people's constituencies. Um yeah, or he's saying that behind people's backs, like, "I'll oh, vote for this, vote for this. And it's like, what these stupid games, it's, this is exactly what I think when I think what well, it must be like working in politics. Like, <laughs> you've got to have your group of friends and yep. you've got to make pacts and mm-hmm. you've got to vote for things that will benefit just you and your friends. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's total embarrassment. Um, but he also said, dying from COVID is as big as a risk as falling down the stairs. <laughs>
0: Which, oh, okay, that makes it better <laughs> But like I have fallen down the stairs before So like, I don't yeah, know same. Does it make it better? Like, <laughs> I'm sure everyone has Slipped down the stairs before in their lives I have A couple of times, yeah, I, I have, I have. I definitely have, you know I
1: don't know if you have stairs like this But when it gets small at one bit And you just mm. slip, your I know, just I know slips I
0: know, and I know you the slip type the way of stairs Because, oh yeah, I get it Because mm. um, I get it Our stairs Actually, my stairs, doesn't have stairs. A... Yeah, so I get it, what you mean Because I've had that on kind of like relative stairs My stairs at home mm. aren't like that It has a corner, but it's like a big step But then sometimes I've missed a step and like, I've ended up having to like jump <laughs> Falling forward because I've I've missed a step and up so I have to oh. jump off kind of thing because it's like I'm about to slide down all of these stairs and I'm not trying to hurt myself. Yeah, it's better falling up than falling down. Like Definitely. Falling down. Definitely. And I've fallen oh up God, the stairs terrifying. a lot of times as well. Like yeah. yeah. So actually that that um that comparison actually is kind of scary now. It's terrifying, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of scary to, did you used to run up the stairs um, all the time with
1: your hands like yes. all fours yeah 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 yeah. it's so all fun all the time
0: <laughs> I might bring that back <laughs> I mean I don't I have no go stairs I'm go home for mother's day crawling up, Hi, uh, crawling up the stairs <laughs> <laughs> yeah I used to do that all the time
1: yeah uh, anyway, uh, I'm done with all these people. I'm okay. very much done. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about some of
0: the topics you added to our list this week? Okay. Oh yeah. So actually, so there was a topic of where's, um. So there's a topic. So you know, Olani, um, Olani mm. all the time. She is bringing all the story, like she always has something that goes viral. So this this yeah. week on her podcast day, she mentioned about one of her friends who basically she had asked, um, she'd asked the guy who she was going on a date with if he was gonna order mm. her an Uber. So like, um, so i only heard this on the podcast so from what i heard on the podcast i don't think there was a problem with how she asked the question because basically she she was she was going on a date with two guys there was two guys she was going to go on a date with so the first week Mm. she went on a date and so she was just like oh should i ask if he'll get my uber and alana was Mm. like yeah yeah just ask um to see what they say she asked the question he was like yeah of course that's fine patented the uber Mm -hmm. like fine so then she was going to be going out the next following week with a different guy so she asked the question in the exact same way and um, but then this time this guy responds um, you you can get you can walk get the bus get the train or get your own Uber he said like me as well oh
1: (laughs) okay (laughs) there you go
0: and <laughs> Alani was there saying, I'm sorry, he could slap you. Don't, don't, don't go out of him because he could slap you. <laughs> I just found it so funny because it's so true. But I'm just like, I feel like, okay, I feel like the response wasn't necessary. Like, I feel like, you know, like the cheekiness in the response. I don't mm. think that was necessary. And I don't understand, like, Okay, you want to get all arsy because she asked if you would get her an Uber. You want to get mm. arsy about it and come back with the cheekiness. But like, are we yeah. even going to have a good date from now? Like, should we, we might as well just cancel the date. Oh my God. Yeah, like you've made things very awkward for me. <laughs> yeah, like you're insinuating that, okay, that was too much for me to ask. Um. So obviously we're not compatible and clearly like Mm. from that response clearly you're gonna be all worked up anyway now (laughs) so like should we even bother meeting is there any point in us meeting you know yeah yeah because he's gonna be worked up he's gonna be that kind of guy that makes stupid sarcastic like comments he's gonna be just funny he's gonna just be thinking oh that all oh, she's after is money now as well because for some reason yeah. paying yeah. for an uber that uber that means that all you're after is money cause... and he's
1: also not got much understanding of like the fear that women face when being out like in the yeah. dark i'm guessing this
0: date would have been in the dark like getting and home is a scary thing
1: yeah and <laughs> so as it's well, like he's not if- really
0: an ally as well, if this is the type of girl who like, where say you if you're going somewhere nice and she's going to be dressed up wearing heels and all mm. of that, like she will you, she will not be getting on no bus and she will not be getting wanting to get on no train. So like, exactly. You know, like you know, women also have to think about their footwear and the mm. what the clothes that they have got on because especially when a lot of the rhetoric to um say if um say if like anything awful, like any assaults happen to women, the first thing, the first um, misogynistic thing that wants to be put on them is what were you wearing? So like mm-hmm. even so even to that extent, it's like you, you but you just told me to walk or get the train. <laughs> yeah. <it's laughs> but true. like but the first thing if anything happened, the first thing you'd be saying is what were you wearing? Like yeah you know and I just wear my heels yeah I just <laughs> think I can't is, get an uber home <laughs> literally <laughs> but like anyway like I so yeah I just want to ask what are your thoughts because for me and we've had this conversation before for me mm. I don't think there's a problem of her asking and I don't think there's a problem of her asking even on the first date if someone can get her an uber if she's a type of girl who who would appreciate someone paying for her an Uber and making sure that she gets to the venue safe and making sure that she Mm. gets home safe, then that's the type of babe she is. Okay, Mm. if you're the type of guy who doesn't want to do that, then let that babe find a guy who does want to do that. Like that's okay, clearly you guys aren't compatible. And um, because like, but I don't think that there's any reason as to why she shouldn't have to act. Like if she if that's what she wants, why can't she ask for that? And I don't think there should be any shame in asking for that, even on a first date.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So I think, I think it's good if that's what you want to say it straight away. Cause like if you're an acts of service person, you want the, the guy to like have this in his mind, like when he's dating you, you need to kind of make it clear Um, Yeah, exactly from the get go. Yeah, from the get go. It's easier to make it clear from the get go than to be like halfway through dating and then be like, oh, "Oh, can you get me an Uber home? Because I'll be like, Like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, But I also, I just think, I'm going to say this all the time men, like, there is a chivalry thing where it's like, so you've taken a woman out, you bought Mm -hmm. her alcohol and mm-hmm. you essentially you've got her drunk even if you paid the bill it's like well if if you're not going home together then you need to make sure that she gets home safely whether that's you're, you didn't yeah. drink and you're driving her home because it's kind of or like you're responsible right now yeah or you get an Uber to hers and then get an Uber to yours like some you're part of ensuring that a woman is respons- uh, you're part of re- you're basically responsible for making sure that a woman gets home safely yeah And I'm not, like, hella traditional and, like, oh, the the man has to do this, the woman has to do that. But it's just about safety. Like, for me, we hear so, so much. Like, I was saying to you the other day, literally, like, I'll get on a train after going for a drink with anyone. And the first thing that comes to my mind, if the train's empty and there's one man on the train, it's like, okay, like... I need people to get on at the next stop or yeah. I'm going to change carriages because I can't be alone on the train with one man because yeah. I don't know what will happen. Or if I get on a train, I'll have to sit near a group. But if it's a group of boys and they're shouting and they're loud yeah. and a group of men, then I might have to get up and move somewhere else. And it's like a mm-hmm. constant battle for like oh my god what should I be doing and then you get off the train and it's like oh is this person following me oh like Mm -hmm. this person's walking a bit close behind me this person's in front of me there's no one else around it's it's just constant and it's like as a man if you're a proper ally and you care about women and their safety and you care about this individual person who you're choosing to date Mm -hmm. then part of me thinks you care that they get home safely exactly Um, and that's kind of how I see it and it's like It would be nice if people use their um, intuition and were like, okay, like, let me get this person an Uber. But I don't think men in 2023 in, like, cities are programmed like that because the train routes are so easy. And, like, dating is kind of a disposable thing. It's like, oh, I date you, I date you, I date you, whatever. Yeah. But it should be more of a chivalrous thing, I think. It should be more common Mm
0: -hmm. um, or at least helping them get home. Um, There needs to be some sort of help. I agree. I agree with that. And as well I feel like I feel like each to their own cuz like I've saw some takes where they kind of felt like oh maybe it's a bit cheeky asking on a first date. I don't see mm. why it's not cuz like um because some people will be talking to that person For a bit before they go on this first date Do you know what I mean? You think you think mm-hmm. you would get to know them a bit Before you do the first date So after you got to know them You got to know what they're like You got to know kind of what they What kind of aspects they do dating Then then it would be kind of like You should There should be no reason why she shouldn't feel comfortable yeah. Asking for an Uber And then I also just I'm seeing some takes where you know where it's cuz like where they kind of shaming her for asking that and then but then it's just like why are we lowering people's standards to the point of them not feeling comfortable enough to be able to ask a question like mm. it should be okay for her to just ask to just ask the question put the question out there oh are you going to get me an mm. uber or should or or should i Sort that out myself Do you know what Mm. I mean Because he could have Just responded politely In the sense of Oh do you mind Just because obviously We haven't met yet Um, Do you mind If if you do this I'm happy to cover Your uber home Or maybe Let's just meet first And then You know In that Mm. kind of sense You know And just see Just see where it goes I'm sure there's A a politer way You can do it But like The way he answered To be honest It's just not funny Because it was just It was just A bit nasty For no reason
1: Yeah. And I kind of feel like you should, he should have just gone today, paid for it. And if he thought this isn't what I want to do going forward, or this isn't a date that I want to go on right now, Mm -hmm. then make an excuse up and don't go or exactly don't go in the future again.
0: Like, don't see each other again. Exactly. And I just exactly, but like, and the thing is though, as well, because there's a lot of guys. And I've seen it from kind of like friends and stuff like that dating. There's a lot of guys who they they talk, they, they 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 have all the talk when it comes when they're chatting to you. They have all the talk. They're saying they're saying mm-hmm. how they're gonna do this. They're gonna do that. They're gonna pay for this. They're gonna pay for that. They have all of that talk. Then as soon as it comes to mm-hmm. this, to comes to the fact, and you ask the question, oh, all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, that's too far. Oh, don't know about that one. And then it's just like, yeah, okay, you're well, a bit superficial. And then it's just like, okay, <laughs> clearly you don't want to see me then because you were talking all of that mm. last week, but now it's come to the time, now it's a different story and you're still expecting me to come. Like you've changed your mind mm. clearly, or you're not that on it, or you're clearly just full of shit because you were talking all of that two seconds ago. And now that I ask, now that the time's here and I ask, it's a problem you know like and the thing is is just that, like at the end of the day just maybe they are just not compatible because like like for me on the first day like I personally I'm not gonna ask for an uber but that's because I don't want I'm like for me I don't want to be giving out my details until I've met someone in person as in I don't really want to know the area that the area that I don't want people to know the area that I'm living until I've met Mm. that person and as well even to that extent like I am not trying to meet them in the dark Somewhere where I'm going to be Dress up, dress up, dress up Like wearing heels Mm. and stuff Like I'm going to be I would prefer to meet them first Somewhere where Okay let me put on my Somewhere where I can wear my Converse And I can wear jeans And I can wear my big coat And So then when it is that I'm leaving If I have to leave by myself I'm not feeling like uncomfortable I'm not feeling like I'm wearing anything different Than say if I was coming home from work After work drinks Mm. Do you know what I mean? So like So it just all depends on the type of date That they've got planned And that they're going on You know Because like Mm. certain types of dates I expect someone to come to come to me in an Uber and we go together. That's what I yeah. certain types of dates I expect that. Because if I'm gonna be wearing heels, mm-hmm. I ain't walking to no train station in my heels. Yeah, I know what you Unless mean. Unless I'm with my it's family. Such an effort. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Unless I'm with my family and we're going out for brunch. Like that's the only time. Yeah, for like my I birthday. don't do that on my own. Exactly. I'll bring heels in my bag. Exactly.
1: I should start <laughs> doing we're wearing that. something yeah yeah it's it's too much doing it like walking all the way to the station in hills who do i think i am like carrie bradshaw from sex in the city (laughs) that's me that's
0: not me (laughs) (laughs) yeah but yeah i just feel like it's just such a random it's a random thing that again that's getting people like divided over things Mm. (laughs) because it's just like there's guys out there who are paying for women's ubers and that's okay but do you feel yeah. like go on carry on what are you gonna say I was say? just gonna
1: say it's not one of those things that should divide people because it's like everyone is each each their own um, yeah and if you're if you're that type of girl who wants that you need to dating a guy you. who wants to do that and is also financially okay to do that because I get yeah. it, it costs a living it's pricey to date sometimes it but is like, if if you want to date girls that like that then you need have to have the, the money. that and if you want to <laughs> date guys that do that you need to I don't know you need to be finding the right guys because not yeah. every
0: guy will do it exactly and as well I don't do you feel like this whole culture is like causing making people like settle because um, like I just feel like all the mm. time we're criticizing other people's standards but it's like are we just in an age where because we keep criticizing everybody's standards like but it's kind of like is are we criticizing it out of jealousy because we don't feel like we can have those boundaries and those standards for ourselves or we don't feel like we can live up to those standards ourselves like
1: I think a bit of it might be jealousy because sometimes mm -hmm. you think of like our parents generation and even people in their 30s and stuff awful is they get they don't get annoyed but they get funny about new dating things if you talk about I don't know, new expectations. Mm-hmm. Do you ever hear people like just turn their nose off and be like, oh, what, what's that about? Or what what does that mean? Or like that people get a bit funny about change. Um, yeah. And I guess if this is something that that kind of like the newer generation or people in the internet are talking about and wanting to do, then people who aren't in the loop or aren't part of those circles or don't have friends who do that, mm-hmm. are gonna kind of feel like, oh that's weird. That's like, yeah. I feel like that's probably the first response. That's weird. That's a bit superficial. That's mm. like you know, it's a bit like pretentious, but it's yeah. Like, for me it's not because it's about safety. Yeah, but, um, well, I don't think it is anyway. I
0: don't think it's it's a pretentious thing. Yeah, it's just an Uber. I mean it depends it mm. depends how far away you live, but it's just kind of like Hmm. Like, but some people don't live too too far away that the Uber's not gonna be that much. So it's like, you know, like I'm sure she would have been fine to pay for an Uber herself, but like yeah, but she yeah. was just asking because she's going on a date. Like mm-hmm. why not? Um but yeah, I just so I kinda I get what you're saying. Um just back to what you were saying about like kind of like turning their nose up. Like I find I to be honest, I find that with dating apps. Cause Mm. I forget that, like, because I found that with dating apps with some of my friends. Cause I forget that, like, some some friends like they're still kind of like at uni and stuff, and or Mm. like you know, so or they go to kind of house parties and stuff. So they have the opportunity to meet people in those ways. Whereas Mm. you know, like, but when I was just like, oh yeah, I'm on dating apps, then it was just like, what? You want what? you're on a dating app oh my god like it's like there's still that kind of stigma with dating yeah, apps and is. it's like I forgot like I come I completely forgot about that stigma just because I I was on just because as soon as I got mm. in there and then I started going on dates I just forgot completely about the stigma with dating apps but then mm-hmm. but then like when I would go and mention to some friends about it then they would be like huh like why mm. would you do that to yourself? And it's like, what do you mean? Like, how else? There's actually no other That's way for weird. me to meet people now, because you know, I live, I lived by myself. I've just moved to London. How else can I meet people? There's no one in this. I like. I'm ain't trying to stay dating people in this borough, kind of thing <laughs> You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, let me branch yeah, out a little bit. It's
1: true. I feel like with people I know in real life, they're they're not. They don't have that. They don't turn their nose up at it, but it's either Mm. they are not interested at all because they just can't be asked or... They're intrigued and they're like, "Oh, is that what people do these days? Oh, how do you like how how do you find it? Do you meet people? Blah blah." Like there there's curious people, and then mm. there's people that just don't care at all. But I don't know many
0: people that turn their nose up at it in in like real life. So I think more people are curious now because I had the turning their nose turning the nose up, but then because it's so normalized now, it's like, mm. "Oh, well, this is normal." So. How else are you meant to meet, like because it, it's so normal, then it's like then the curiosity is there. But I yeah, I was getting yeah, the turning true. those up, but I forgot that people did that. Like I remember actually, and actually I'm gonna go on to the story as well later. But the guy I was in a situation with for like four years. Um, mm. I remember like, so he was kind of trying to stop talking to me basically. Um, because I had said to him, I had said to him, like, oh, if if we're still talking and whatever in like how long? should we just give it a go or um, but if it fizzles out it fizzles out kind of thing so this Mm -hmm. guy was purposely trying not to speak to me (laughs) when he could have just said to me let's just leave it but no he was purposely trying not to speak to me instead like he just didn't know how to anyway and I remember so then it got to a point where it's just like he wasn't going to come he wasn't coming to see me now and all of this so then I I just kind of said to him I was like I'm just letting you know, but I'm gonna start going on dating apps. (laughs) Because because like because it was like we weren't really seeing each other, but he was a person who I was Mm. kind of seeing for the past four years. I just was I just told him I'm gonna start going on dating apps. And then his response to me was like, Okay, but you don't need them. (laughs) <laughs> like, and I think then it was like this, there was that stigma of like, oh, you only go on dating that's if you're desperate. And he was uh, telling me, yeah. yeah, he was telling me I don't need them, but it's just like, mate, I don't have anyone to talk to. You are not trying to speak to me <laughs> as well. So like, what do you mean I don't need them? How else can I meet people? Um, yeah, and I just ignored mm. him and I went on them. And, and that was like, I think that was like one of the last times we spoke. I think it was the last time oh we spoke actually God. But um, until he apologized to me two years later Which is like I did not ask for <sighs> this apology Please lose my number But um, I yeah I hate those apologies Like leave me alone I haven't spoke to you in over a year <laughs> And it, It's been two years Leave me alone Like I done been getting over you (laughs) Like Mm. lose my number I deleted yours long time Um, Yeah honestly Yeah so something as well that I wanted to talk about Which we were having a conversation about Mm. Was when like When you're dating someone And then they kind of They kind of claim you as their girl But it's like but it might not always be, it either might not be in a public setting or Mm. it might not be, it probably isn't, most likely is not official, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, so go on. Do you, have you had experience or situations with this? Yeah, so
1: there's this guy and I was, um, we were texting him for like weeks and weeks. So he was in another area of the UK. Mm -hmm. He lived there. And we were texting for weeks and weeks and then all of a sudden he was like, Oh, I'm coming down to London. Um, but we 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 were texting to the point where it's like, Oh, we're texting all the way through the night. One of those like stupid mm. early twenties, like ugh. you're obsessed with I love, someone kind of. I love things. that.
0: Like I I love those times when you just text someone like ugh. or when you're on the phone with them for like four hours plus at a time. <laughs> it's cute, but like none of those things for me have ever gone anywhere. they never work out. Just like to no, they never work out. Because like I had that, it's the love bomber last. Yeah, I had that n- last year. Nothing to do. Was it last year? It was last year. <laughs> I had that last year, and I was just pretty much convinced I was in love with this person, but I'd never met them, and they kept standing me up. <laughs>
1: like, mm, they kept standing the me up,
0: and it's just like me.
1: What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's anyway. like you're falling in love
0: with like a digital thing. Like, literally, it's not real. yeah, um, awful. That's why he, um, I said I don't like w- the whole upset obs- Like when you feel obsessed with someone, and that's why I don't. And why I said I don't yeah. like the feeling of being obsessed with someone because I just feel like it's not real. Mm. But anyway, carry on.
1: <laughs> it's not real. It's lost. Um. So yeah. So we met up finally after like weeks and weeks of talking. So it, mm-hmm. it could have been even been over a month and um like we went on our date and we got a bit drunk but we weren't like ridiculously drunk we just had like three drinks or something yeah, yeah. so I was kind of drunk because I'm a bit of a lightweight sometimes and then um he was like he took me to tower bridge you know like the okay. bridge and we were like looking at the stars looking at like the lights and stuff and we were just standing and he was like, behind me and he was calling me oh he was like you're my girl like blah blah and i was like oh my god i really like this guy <laughs> and um then like he kissed me near the bridge and i was like oh this is so cute oh not the bridge near the um towers of london and mm. then um this was, like, only a month into us talking, so I was, like, yeah. fine. Like, I, we kind of... A few a few weeks later, um, we kind of thought, oh, we're just seeing each other. I went up to see him, and then we were, like, yeah, we're just seeing each other. We're going to give it a go, like, getting to know each other long distance and stuff and see each other every few weeks. Like, he'll come down, I'll go up. And it was, like, working quite well. But, like, after nine months of doing that and after him paying to take me on a holiday, after me meeting his mum, his dad his sister, his best friend, his sister's fiance. Mm -hmm. Um, After showing me his, like, town where he grew up, all of that (laughs) stuff. Honestly, after all of that, um, yeah, he was the guy that I found out was on, like, dating apps still. (laughs) He was texting girls still. He was in Instagram DMs with girls that looked nothing like me and that, like, nothing like me at all. And on top of that, he was handing his number out to girls on nights out that he'd meet. And it was this whole "my girl" thing initially. My girl, my girl, my girl. It drags you in, and Mm -hmm. as well as that, he did say we were exclusive, so we were exclusive after a while. But the initial "my girl" thing—it's literally love bombing. It's like it doesn't mean
0: anything. It's fake. Yeah. See, this is the thing, and this is why. Like, I'm so funny about can. I kind of feel like I want a title Like I want us to have a discussion Mm. To be like so we are in agreement What is this relationship right now So the time I've had a my girl kind of thing Kind of situation And I Mm -hmm. had it a few times Was basically so I was dating So dating this guy The guy I was in a situation for four years So like Mm. at uni there was a time (laughs) oh there's a couple of times oh my god okay at uni there was a time where um new year's eve like i'd gone back to uni because i just had loads of work to do um Mm. yeah i just had loads of work to do so i just was just like oh um like what are you doing for new year's eve like do you mind but can i come out with you And Mm -hmm. he told me, yeah, that's fine. And I was like, are you sure? Because if you're going to be with your boys, blah, blah, blah. He was like, no, it's fine, come. So, yeah. So I went out with the New Year's, New Year's Eve. Anyway, Mm -hmm. so we go like, we get like an Uber or whatever to the club and whatever. And, like at the front, like I'm changing into my heels now at the front mm. and then there's some guys there and they're just like, oh, you're looking nice. And then he was just like, oh, that's my girl, you know, <laughs> that's my girl, you know, this is this is him <laughs> saying, that's my girl, don't look, don't look, that's my girl. That's he's, my girl. He's saying all of this, saying all of this at the beginning. And I was just like, uh-huh, blushing. Anyway, um, going in there, blah, 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 having an all right night, whatever. My feet were hurting, whatever, it was fine. Um, why is it at some point of the night? This isn't even the full story, the story that I wanted to tell. Mm. But um was this the story I wanted? To, no, this isn't the story I wanted to tell. <laughs> anyway, so in that during that night, why do I see this girl talking to he's talking to another girl? And I go over and I literally stand behind him and I put my head on his shoulder. And <gasps> I and I see He's he's got He's typing in his phone. Oh, no, he had given this girl his phone, then he's taking it back, and he just like, Yeah, cool. And I was just like, I, I was just like, What you- sorry, what? <laughs> I was like, you In just- front of you. Yeah, I was like, You you just what you do and I was just like, What are you doing? And he just in looked at me. Yeah, in front of me. And I swear he even he even like looked at her and touched her face. And I was just like, hold <sighs> on, I'm literally hanging off you right now. And I was just like what what are you doing? <laughs> and oh then Oh my god. And then and then he looked at me funny and I just walked away. And then I was just like and I was just like what the hell are you doing? Like He just walked away. No, I walked no, away. No resent- but then, okay. but then he didn't really come after me, and then I remember I left, I went and I left the club by myself because I was like, no, forget oh this, God. I'm going home. And I wait, was this the home. club in London? No, this is this wasn't the club in London. So that's the second story I've got for you. That was another time. Um, yeah, that was another time. So that was um, in Leicester. <laughs> Always leaving clubs on your own. Yes, yeah, so that was in Leicester. Oh. Anyway, so I went and I remember I went home by myself and I was really upset the next day and everything, but. Um, Anyway, and uh, I ripped up a t-shirt of his the next day. Aww. But it was it was an old t-shirt anyway. But I just ripped it, ripped it off. <laughs> like
1: that's so disrespectful of him. Yeah, like, that's really really nasty. Yeah, I remember
0: the girl's Did name that as in well. Front of you. The girl's name was oh, Lisa, Lord. and I was just like, "Ew, Lisa." No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, she was okay. <laughs> Lisa. Anyway, yeah. Ooh. So the another time when he was doing the My Girl thing, um, so he came to visit me um, where I, I used to live. Cause he didn't used to live far from there, but he wasn't mm. at home then he was still at uni. So he had just come from uni and then came to see me. And he was just like, mm. oh, let's go out. And I was like, well, uh, and cause I'd just moved to London. Don't know where, where's good to go out or whatever. So I'm thinking- oh, wait, oh, This is the same guy. This is the same guy. So understand this situation was a oh four God. year situation. So um, yeah, mm-hmm. so now I've left uni now, I've now moved to London. Anyway, so he um, <laughs> so he was like, yeah, let's go out. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm excited. I was excited to go out, never been out in London. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, oh, he's gonna know like where to go because he's from London, mm-hmm. um, anyway so we went to a place in Oxbridge. it wasn't that good the guy and the bouncer was kind of like to be honest you you probably you need to come like on a Saturday or something or something like that he was saying mm. something like that and we were like oh okay so then he, we just went to Google somewhere to see if there was anywhere in Central that would mm. have been better to go and the only thing that came up on on Google was like just this random place. So, um, mm. so then he was like, "Let's go, let's just go there." And I was like, "Oh, okay then." And literally, he paid for the Ubers all night and everything. So I was like, oh, "Okay." And this was another mm. time where he was like, "My girl in," you know, to the bouncers and whatever. No. That's my girl kind of thing. Anyway, he he pays extra for us to get into this club because they were cutting off the times. He pays extra for mm-hmm. us to be able to get in. So then we go in, and I literally just went to use a toilet because I was desperate anyway I come out and then this guy is nowhere to be found like I can't see him anyway so I was just like where is and so I was there messaging him um bear in mind I didn't have I had run out of data because I didn't have wi-fi yet (laughs) Mm. so I'd run out of data from my phone um so I couldn't even kind of check google maps or city mapper to find out Mm. how to get home or anything um Yeah, so I couldn't like city mapper or go on Google maps to find out how to get home. Mm. Um, cause I had no data left. Um, so I was like, like trying to message him. Then I was trying to call him and I just wasn't getting any, any answer. So I was just there mm. and I was I was just dancing and whatever. And I was like, oh, the music's getting good now, come back. Anyway, an hour passes. Then I'm just yeah. like, look, I'm kind of want to go home. So I come mm-hmm. out and I'm, cause I'm just like, let me just see if I can look around. I look around. And I'm just like, where is this guy? I look around and then I, I think I see him by a bus stop mm. across the road. So I go across the road and then he's talking to another girl. He's talking to a girl at the bus stop. And I'm just like, who is this? You said that you were meeting your friends. So I'm just like, and I was, and I said to him at the beginning, I was like, oh, I can come with you to meet your friends. Like, I'll come with you kind yeah. of thing. And he was just like, no, 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 stay here. I won't be long anyway so then I go I go to him and I was just like <laughs> no I scared them both it was really funny because I, I just go mm. I walk up and then I was like what the fuck are you doing
1: <laughs> Good. And,
0: <they're> both <laughs> jumped. and then he was like he's like what the hell what are you doing um blah, blah blah and I was like you've left me in there by myself and he's like you weren't by yourself mm. I'm by myself. Do I know do I do. know any of these people? <laughs> I am by myself. I don't know anyone. Anything could have happened. I don't know anyone here. You're the, I came with you. Mm. Oh, I didn't leave you by yourself. You're in a club full of people. And I was like, do you not understand that that is the issue? <laughs> like, that's the problem. And like, so he yeah. was really trying to gaslight me <laughs> into being like, no, you weren't by yourself, mm-hmm. whatever. Now this girl has started walking off. And then he, and then he's just like, look, I was Mm. just making sure that my friend gets home. Okay. And I was like, well, well, she's walking off. Then go, go make sure then. Go after her then. Make mm. sure that she's getting home. So like he and he ran after her, whatever, and then and then she just went and then she carried on walking off and he comes back. Mm. And then I was just like, okay, what? like is she getting home okay then? What what's it what is it? And I just I just don't even know like if that was actually his friend. I don't know if yeah. that was just a girl who was chirps in. I don't know where he found her. Like it mm. was just so random. But he didn't introduce like, you to her. That's no, like you should have, if if it wasn't like, a big deal. If that was your friend, you, yeah, you could. Have just said That this is my friend And I would yeah. be like Okay And she would have Known that there was A good reason for me To be angry When he's been gallivanting Out here all night For an hour And I've been Left in a club by myself mm. um, With no data On my phone and, and I was saying to him I was like You know I have no oh data God. You know that I I couldn't find I can't even find a way To just get myself Home by myself No like you know that and you left me by myself and he was like no he, he just wasn't having it anyway um, mm. but yeah like that guy that was probably <laughs> so like it's funny because I think back now and I'm just like that is awful <laughs> yeah that's really bad <laughs> that was awful really like bad. both of those stories so what are ha- awful did he go home? so he like because he was going to stay at mine so like then so then mm. we he he ordered an Uber back to mine again and I was just annoyed and upset the whole time and -hmm. then it was kind of like after that was like when he mentioned about when I mentioned about like should we see if it goes anywhere or if it fizzles out it fizzles out Mm -hmm. so then he purposely was trying not to talk to me (laughs) Mm -hmm. for it to fizzle out and I'm like and I said to him I was like that's not how a relationship fizzles out that's that's you, you're purposely not talking to me. If you don't want to see me, just say so. (laughs) That's not fizzling out. (laughs) Literally, if you just want to dump me, dump me then. Like, and just be done with it. And it's just funny, because it literally is like, it wasn't until I decided I was done with it that it was done. Like he was always Mm -hmm. going to reply to me. He was never not gonna respond kind of thing. Um, How weird. Yeah, but it's just like, yeah. And then he, and then two years That's why later, these he, kind he of gestures Can't
1: mean anything. Like, yeah, exactly. These gestures, like buying Ubers and like taking you on holidays. It doesn't friends. mean anything. Sometimes, like you, you need the words. Sometimes yeah. you need the confirmation. You need clarification. Exactly. Like sometimes the um, gestures aren't enough. Even yeah, though I think actions are a big thing.
0: They it just are. Needs to be a good mix of but, both. Like, there's people who are so fucking mad. That they will do anything mm. anyway
1: They ruin it for <laughs> and everyone not give
0: a shit <laughs> mm. Like they will do anything They'll make you think that they like you And that they'll do anything for you But they'll do anything for anyone Because they don't Honestly, give a shit It makes
1: me cringe Like the guy who took me on holiday He, While we were on holiday He even did things like He made like a little vlog of us and yeah. like on the beach He set up like a time lapse thing So like we, we were swimming in the sea together And it was like a really quiet beach And like we were like just doing cute Like you know coupley things And he like videoed the whole thing without telling me And then he showed me it afterwards and I was like oh this is so thoughtful and kind <laughs> It's like sometimes people are actually like mad People are actually fucked Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that's on them Like it's nothing to do with you It's like these people are
0: actually mad Yeah Oh madness, madness! Oh gosh, I am mm. actually. I am like, gosh, telling those stories. I've just got trauma. Like, oh. I am traumatized from that. I am just like, yeah, it's no, it's no wonder how I navigate now <laughs> in relationships. It's like, yeah. it's no, it's no wonder. Like, you know, I learned my lesson, and yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't going through that bullshit again. You know, it's just such a shame
1: because, like, your guard has got to be up. And you've mm-hmm. got to protect yourself, but at the same time, you've got to be open and yes. trusting that like new people uh this will be my injective though, like new people aren't always gonna reflect the same kind of things as the old people that you mm-hmm. you dated. So if someone introduces you to their mom, for some people that is a huge thing, and you've got to trust yeah. that it's a huge thing. For others, it's just a minor, like, <laughs> but for a lot of people that is an important thing, and like going on holiday is an important thing. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, you can't hold on to like The foolishness of other, of some people Especially if you're in your early 20s Because mm-hmm. guys in their early 20s Are just horny <laughs> as fuck Literally,
0: <laughs> literally They fancy everyone They do, anyone mm. <laughs> Absolutely everyone Oh gosh It's like, yeah, it's mad It's mad mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely mad but yeah, oh. I think that's a good inject it. I think, okay, my inject it is going to be since I'm feeling traumatized right now, um, mm. don't let don't let things in the past that have caused you trauma stop you from enjoying yourself right now. And like trust yeah. like trust in your moments, trust in your present, and trust that mm-hmm. you are making the right decisions for yourself. Um yeah and like and always there's always going to be like even if something doesn't work out there's always something to learn from it but enjoy it for the moment um and mm. enjoy enjoy what's happening for the moment try not to let your traumas hold you back don't let your traumas overthink thing make like make you overthink and make so you just true. worry all the time because you know what we can only live in the moment that we're in um and try and find happiness in in these moments so yeah it's yeah. so
1: true and like, don't try and strategize everything as well. Like, yeah. Just, like, as much as we don't like going with the flow, it's like y- sometimes you just need to trust that things are just
0: gonna work out how they're supposed yeah. to work out. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes we just need to loosen the reins a bit <laughs> mm-hmm. and just <laughs> let some things flow have for a bit. And and yeah, just have yeah. fun. If you're having fun, maybe don't question it. Maybe just like actually enjoy the moments mm-hmm. that you're having and. Yeah. Oh, I feel like that's really speaking to me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Life is about moments more than anything else is about the
0: moments, enjoying Mm -hmm. what's in front of you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah guys. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Injected Podcast. Mm -hmm. I hope you liked my traumatizing stories and um Oh god, I've (laughs) had some awful dates. (laughs) Like I have awful stories. Like I have awful stories. It's mad.
1: I I think of some of the stuff like that I've spoken about, and it's like, oh my god, how has this happened to me? Literally. Like how has some of this stuff happened? Literally, and luckily. I've never been abused. Yeah. I've I've never actually been abused. I've just dated some fucking weirdos. Yeah. some really strange men.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like I just, yeah. Sometimes like, I think I never used to think that um, my stories were bad or anything. I'd just be like, oh, whatever. Um, but that's me downplaying mm. everything. But then as well, sometimes I look back mm-hmm. and it's just like, actually, Alex, you can be disappointed and you can be very outraged because that sort of thing wasn't normal. And it's not until like other people would tell me that that was a violation. That was, yeah. I didn't think of it as a violation. I just thought of it as something like, Oh, that's just what he did to me. Like it's nothing but Whoa, same. yeah but it wasn't until other people were like that is a violation that I realized that actually I didn't deserve those things that's why mm-hmm. he popped up saying sorry because he knows what he did but he didn't come and give me he didn't give me a specifics reasons why he was apologizing um mm. yeah you didn't give me specific reasons, and that's and even and basically the reason why I don't believe in closure is because that guy turned up and telling me he's sorry, mm. and I didn't feel any better for it because <sighs> it's like you're not telling me why you're sorry. You're popping up after two years. Who asked you here? Leave me alone. We've we've done had a whole global pandemic. Fuck off, like
1: <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. Something like that happened happened to me. Like someone popped up and apologized, and I, I sent you the screenshot. And you were like, he, he's just doing that to make himself feel better. Yeah. Like, he's not thinking about you. And I was like, that's so true. Like, yeah. I haven't thought about the situation in months. And now, this random person who I had some sort of situation with is bringing up your has trauma. Up and they're saying sorry, yeah, about something traumatic. And it's like, what? It's like, literally. <laughs> where, where has this come from?
0: Like, you're just saying it to like, Free your consciousness It's nothing to do with me Literally and I won't reply And that's why I just say Like closure Closure is bullshit There's no such thing Because I'm sorry Like Call if you apologise The the only person Who gets closure Is the person Doing the apologising Because they've Mm. They've come to you And they've said sorry For their wrongdoing But the thing is Is that like Mm -hmm. As a person being Apologised to You rarely feel That closure Because it's just like No number one why is it taking you so long and number two do you actually mean it and three so you knew what the mm. fuck you were doing that whole time then you knew that you were causing me hurt but you carried on anyway kind of thing mm. and i just think like closure is just bullshit <laughs> like it's bullshit yeah.
1: i think after a while as well it's like so what's the need to come in this person's dms or text mm-hmm. them um, like bring something back up When they're just You know working Or doing something day to day It's like you're being selfish Exactly Like let me Enjoy my day to day Or Literally. let me enjoy
0: Being out with my let friends me, so I don't need Let me enjoy in my being my main character Don't become Don't come in in Trying to be co-character again <laughs> Fuck off You decided no. to fuck off with your own story before So fuck off and carry on You know you're a dickhead So like don't come back <laughs> Yeah It's but, true Yeah, yeah. Anyway, guys, yeah, we don't believe in closure around here. Um, nope. <laughs> um <laughs> the only the only closure that is real is time and just actually just forgiving mm. forgiving yourself a bit, forgiving yourself because sometimes I feel like we blame ourselves for some of the for things that have happened to us and it's like actually it's not your fault. You didn't mm-hmm. ask for this and you don't you didn't deserve it either. So I feel like that's something to remember as well. That can be a bonus injective for you um yeah but yeah definitely. like closure is a scam anyway um <laughs> we mm-hmm. hope that you enjoyed this episode <laughs> of Injected podcast um yeah you can find yeah. us at inject underscore pod on instagram and on twitter um i'm alexandra you can find me at a l x n d r underscore n i c on instagram
1: And I'm Diana, and you can find me at D-E-A-N-N-N-A-B underscore on Instagram.
0: Yep, yep. And yeah, we hope that you enjoyed. And we will catch you next week, guys. Bye.
1: Bye.